uh welcome back and uh we are still in the uh season should i say the season or the period where there are highs and the lows and there is the hop up and the downs as regards the electoral bill remember that that the last time the electoral bill from uh national assembly was amended uh from INEC was in 2010 as amended and now we have 10 years later should i say 10 uh 10 and a half or about 11 years later we are having another amendment to that bill but this time around we are looking at the uh, sensitivity of um, a section of it, uh, which uh, is carrying a clause. Now, it is good that finally the bill addresses the need for e-voting. But e-voting means we can gather rights. We are voting, we are gathering the votes. But now the clause now says that INEC uh, would not be able to use an electronic means to transmit, which is kind of weird because um, you set up something to address the need to use technology, to implement technology in the all of the entire process. Then you come up with another clause that says, so I'm just going to read it. Say, voting in an election under this bill shall be in accordance with the procedure determined by the commission, uh, which may include electronic voting, provided that the commission shall not transmit results of elections by electronic means. I'm going to do a flashback to 2015 when i was a presiding officer in the world right in a river state and not like now that things have become better now as the presiding officer i had several roles if you have worked um with uh, INEC before you know we have the chairman of the commission uh, then the next rank is the national electoral commissioners then we have the resident electoral commissioners that's the rex we have the electoral officers, that's the EOs. We have the returning officers. We have the coalition officers. Then you now come down to the uh, the supervisory presiding officer. We call them SPO. Then you have me, in quotes now, then our presiding officer, which is called PO. Then after me, I have about four other assistants. We call them APO1, APO2. APO 3 and APO 4. So uh, APO means assistant presiding officer. Uh, then we have other uh, party agents, then the observers and security agents. That is the, in, the structure of um, that voting day, how the uh, materials uh, leave the office, the INEC office, down to the wards, down to the local government, down to the wards, down to the units. Now, if election is to start by 8, uh, we have um, uh, the POs should be um, on ground way before then or thereabouts, like say 7 a.m. or thereabouts. Now, note that every of those units in every ward has to get these materials these sensitive materials 
uh, in time because there will be arrival of materials, accreditation of voters, uh, the voting commences, the voting stops, then the votes are sorted and counted, then the counted votes are transmitted. Let me not use the word transmitted now. Uh, I'm going to talk about that. The votes are transported uh, uh, for collation. Then we now have the final steps, uh, the declaration of uh, results. Now, I, as the presiding officer, cannot declare results. I can sort. I can um, uh, issue ballot um, uh, papers. I can also serve as an observer to, to know if there are conducts that have been done in the right way. Is there vote buying? Is there alteration of um, voting materials, especially the materials I receive? I must make sure there is no alteration. There is no uh, ballot paper that has been compromised. I have to make all of this right. And in my unit then, I had about 200 and something registered voters. Now, I'm telling you these challenges because you may not know until you are in the electoral process of Nigeria. Yeah, the system is actually messed up in terms of some logistics, the overhead, getting materials there. Like, let me even bust your bubble. When I was done sorting the materials, when I was done filling, you know, we have two forms. Uh, now we already have two forms. Now it used to be form EC8A, which is a form that I would sign that contains uh, the counted votes and the party agents would also a sign as well. Now we already have uh, another form added from EC60E, which is a version of that results, uh, should I say the voting process that will be pasted on the wall. So those that have voted, that have gone, can come back and see the entire result. They don't have to be hearing from somebody and somebody is trying to alter that result in their ears. So they can come back to the unit and see that pasted on the wall. So you can see that so many things come into place, money, time, ad hoc officers, because then INE cannot afford to get all the officers from within. So they had to use our core members, but core members are not placed in super sensitive roles. I think the highest of any core member in my time was the presiding officer. I report to the SPO and, um, then the SPO has the IROPS. Let's come to EVMs, Electronic Voting Machines, EVMs. Now to boost the electoral um, a confidence of the electoral process, the, to make sure the system is not just for the voters to vote, but the voters to also have an assurance that their votes count and their vote is actually counted and their vote reflects uh, all they want at the end of the day. So e-voting addresses two things. It addresses trust and anonymity. Anonymity is the fact that when I go and vote, you shouldn't know who I voted for. So you don't bully me at the end of the day. You don't say, oh, uh, I've threatened you before time that you should vote for party red and you went to vote for party green, that means um, I have to harm you because I know who you voted for. So that anonymity is there. You know who you voted for. You know who you want to vote for, then you cast your votes. Now, the second is trust. It means that I must trust that system to know that my votes, after casting it into the box, is 
worth it. It's worth leaving the house to come make a decision that's going to change the entire facet of the uh, country or the state, as the case may be. So we have e-voting. On the side of anonymity, it's um, say, okay, there's no bribe, no ballot marking. Because if you check the electoral process of Nigeria, we usually have problems in different stages. Before, it used to be transporting the materials to the venue, to the, the polling units. It used to be challenging because number one is that the areas they are coming from now, we have rack centers where uh, from racks you come to uh, the the other um, wards, then you have the polling unit. So we're not coming from a very far location. We're coming from somewhere that it is much closer. So that is up the transportation side of all of this. Now, the second problem that arose in election usually was at the voting time. Sometimes then it would have been compromised material. I'm not saying during my time. I'm saying I'm looking at the history of Nigeria's voting system. So it used to be, oh, the materials came and some has been pre-printed and others have been destroyed and others already have commas here and there and here and there and here and there. We solved that. So we moved from problem one solved, problem two solved. Now problem three is usually the counting. So the counting used to be a small group of people, but for trust to be in the system, they had to say, okay, party agents should be around, observers should be around, international observers, local observers should be around to know how the election went in terms of maybe vote buying, uh, maybe uh, beating up of officials, uh, maybe um, intimidating the voters and also influencing the system. So it could be influencing the presiding officer by giving him bribe or thereabouts. And um, thank God for God that we still upheld the meaning of election and the country that we want to be in. Things happened. Like if you know who core members are and you know their needs, you are almost tempted to give them something. Now, fine, you can come and appreciate and say, oh, you have been working since morning, take food, take um, this. But there are compromises that, see, guy, take these amounts. This is now our person. Now our ward be this. Now our unit be this. This is now person we will want. So we don't care how you do them. Any empty ballot paper, they want to overturn print. Because if you have 260 pe persons in that unit, sometimes because those people registered, they might have traveled to another city before election that means if you have 260 there is a almost a 99 percent chance that not 260 would show up so those extra ballot papers sometimes these party agents want you to uh oh just give us let us thumbprint this thing so that this thing can be counted i'm telling you the real life story of some of those things now INEC has bred um officials of good integrity but in all of that, you know, the heart of man is desperately wicked. So we have some that would compromise, especially at the level of the presiding officer, or maybe at the level of the SPO. I have given you the meaning of SPO. So those things happen. So my own time, I had leftover uh, ballot papers. Uh, but thank God for wisdom that I didn't bring everything out to the open. Because it was a world that, if you know River State very well, you know how threatened your life is 
when you are surrounded in a, in a place where it is one entry to that uh, city and that same entry is the exit. So, guy, you know what? You know if you run, go anywhere. And, you know, to preserve your life, you have to run and leave the materials if your life would be compromised. Now, let us move away from there. After I counted the, uh, sorted the, the already tumpreted ballot papers, uh, I sorted into political parties and all of that, then we counted. Uh, I have to register those numbers. I have to sign. And the party agents have to sign or thereabouts. You get, you have to do all of those things. Now, I have to hold on to that sheet of mine and the materials that I have. But guess what? We finished election around, um, um, or voting, let me not say election, around five or thereabouts, around four or five. No one came to pick me up in a town that I know no one. I know nobody. I'd never been to that world before. I'd never been to that unit before. And as at seven, I still did here. Hey, Egbe, what will I tell my parents? <laughs> like, I'll find money. <laughs> like, I was holding sensitive materials. I had my APOs with me. And I called my SPO. Please come and pick me up. Like, come ASAP. You understand? They came around to seven or thereabout. Thank God that it was a one-party unit. It's not that kind of uh, word that you have half of PDP, half of APC, or half of um, DPP, or what, whatever. So the word was mainly people that loved one particular party. I'm not going to mention that. So it was kind of secured that they were not fighting over things. So I was a bit settled on that. And when they came to pick me up, the police have with day my units. No carry any gun. Those that were coming to take me back, there was no form of advancing like as a gun. I will not do it again. <laughs> After this one, I will not do it again. <laughs> so but I'm telling you the real experience before I go to what I want to say. You can see, after even counting, I have to transport those materials and make sure it is in one piece. Now, we, um, the bill addresses e-voting. Fine. We're going to have different technologies for e-voting. In short, INEC will not build the technology. They are going to have companies to tender the technologies that they have. So the technology, as an IT person, uh, an IT company, I'll be saying, oh, my company is company A. This is why you should pick my company. I have advanced biometric. I have advanced um, anti-hacking. I have advanced this and this. Uh, my system has a response, a very, very good response time based on battery. Let me go to battery. In my own time, the smart card reader for accrediting voters, um, your, your permanent voters card, was the battery was around 3,200 uh, milliamps. But the major problem was that if you remove the battery, the system resets. And as a presiding officer, I do not have the authorization code to start the system again. So INEC had to address some of those matters after 2015. Now, the good thing about my own um, card reader is that I didn't have that problem. I didn't have people beat me up <laughs> and remove the battery. Because when you remove the battery, then they start pointing finger that, oh, the card reader was not successful. So this invalidates an aspect of the election. So INEC improved on that. 
and increase the battery from 3200 milliamps after my time to 4000 milliamps that means if you do the calculation and based on the way that screen is we should get two days of charge so even if i make officials charge that device a day two at half of that battery capacity it can still take the voting for the entire day that is really good and they improve the fact that you can no longer remove the battery so you cannot remove the battery and compromise you can see where the challenges is coming from the amount we spend on hard uh, officials transporting those materials printing as many of those materials as possible this costs billions of naira this costs a lot of time and we know we are picking a leader but if the leader come and money no longer did the country okay? i know there's an allocation that goes to INEC and all of that and all of that fine but we don't need to spend this much money when there's an improvement in technology that cuts some of these excesses down so let me move forward now when these companies tender their all their technologies INEC would look at what these companies these it or tech companies are offering and say uh, we have to suit this to fit our system because the voting system in the uk uh, and in the usa may be it may be the same machine but the machine is not adapted to our own needs and our own peculiarity so INEC has to take time to look into some of those things as at then now if you check the election of edo states you find out that INEC employed um the e-process even in the transmission should i say partial transmission of result if i should use that word uh, because i know that the entire process was um entering the results you know then i had to move my results i had to move the ballot papers and everything down to the rack but with technology i don't need to do that i may be able to move yes but just imagine that when i was done with everything I take my card reader and I enter the values of this political party and this is pushed to the server whereby party agents, observers, after seeing that I have counted, they recorded their values, right? That is integrity on the votes. They record their values. They agree that what I counted and showed them is right. Then when I push it to the server right there and there, they can go to INEC server, which is www.inecelectionresults.com and they can check if that corresponds with what they recorded. So between when I am leaving my polling units and going to the collation center or to, to, to where I will tender all of these materials, the sensitive materials, the stamp and everything, anything can go wrong. You can bribe me. Anything can go wrong. Any stuff can happen to the presiding officer. The presiding officer may not even be compromised. He may be attacked. He may be killed. Something may happen within that process. But if we look at a system whereby you don't need to attack the presiding officer because all the results, down from physical, down to paper printing, down to what the copy and the copy that goes to the party agent, to what was posted on the wall, down to what is going to the server, all tallies. You see no reason to attack me on the roads. So you can see where I'm coming from. I'm coming from all the challenges I faced being a presiding officer. And I know where INEC is coming from. If INEC is standing on the fact that we should have an e-voting and an e-transmission, 
they are looking at it from different angles but we nigerians are always looking at it from oh it is an electronic system it can be hacked um it can be compromised it can be preloaded because a voting machine is both hardware and software who makes the machine who makes the software if we can find a person that makes a hardware that means that we can call the person and say compromise this with the malware compromise this software with spyware do something to this machine so that is where i know most of us will be looking at it from is it prebuilt to suit some unscrupulous politicians are we looking at it from that angle fine you might have com- um, your reservations as regards that. Some other person's reservation for e-voting is cyber attacks because United States go through that. You understand? Other countries go through that. Who is Nigeria? Small country. If United States can have their resorts tampered with, what is Nigeria? Who is Nigeria? Who born you? Who you be? Like, <laughs> you know, now, in the Boski. We are not in the Boski like other part of the world. So we know where these complaints are coming from. But I have told you all the challenges and peculiarity of our own electoral process. You would know that when you are moving to a part of technology, you have to invest in securing that technology. Who is the company responsible for this? Because INEC would obviously have their own in-house officials. Whatever technology you give, we would also improve on it. We also have to... Um, go through the software and ensure that there is no malware, there's no botnets that's been installed. A botnet is when you compromise a system by spreading malware across devices and it crashes a server. So you can make it a detached uh, server at the point of voting and only transmitted singularly to the server. So nobody is transmitting at the same time. If voting is done at my own side early, you understand? I do the counting. I push everything to, to, to the server from the uh, voting machine. Now, this is where it now baffles us. The electoral bill is saying you can use, INEC can use a voting machine, an electronic voting machine, to collect the votes, to vote. But now that this machine has gathered the votes, you are saying that INEC cannot transmit this particular result why just say you don't want us to use electronic voting machine i think the night assembly the night national assembly should have looked into this although there are a bits and parts of conversations here and there that uh the electoral bill initially was compromised was altered but that is not my my business because there is no proof that they compromised some of those things that what INEC submitted was different from what was read in the house and all of that. That is not my business. I'm talking about what is the future of this? What are we scared of? Now, the reason is that they looked at it and said, because of coverage. So let me go to the why. Now, the Knight Assembly couldn't take this decision alone because transmission has to do with one body. One body which is the NCC, Nigerian Communications Commission. Because every of these things, every of these devices would need access to network coverage. So it makes sense that they brought NCC into it. So uh, this is going to use 3G, right? So according to NCC and according to the Ninth Assembly, they are saying the internet penetration in Nigeria 
is very low. So you can finish the results at one location and uh, trying to transmit it to the server, there is no network. What happens? That is good. But let's not terminate a particular idea because there is always going to be something that looks like a flawed version of every system. Now, some are saying uh, we don't have a strong cyber security. That is why it is going to, people can tamper the results. Come off it. We have different stages. We still have the forms. We still have the, the record from the party agents. We still have the ones that were posted in the units. We still have the ones that will be documented. Minus what will be transmitted. What will be transmitted is just checks and balance, ensuring the result flies faster rather than the, the officer always traveling before those things can be collated. So this saves time. You can look at it from different angles because yes, I admit that the internet penetration is low. You get what network would INEC use at the end of the day? Is it going to be a device that can randomly select scenes on its own and say, okay, in this device, it has multiple, uh, maybe like an eSIM, because an eSIM has the capacity to do this. So if it doesn't see a, a network on Nimoba, switch to Airtel. If it doesn't see to, from Airtel, switch to Glow. If it doesn't see your Glow, switch to MTN, switch to Intel, switch to any of this network. Then if we are now looking at Nigeria, that there is no network in key areas. Let us now segment it. You know, I'm bringing my idea as a technology person and as a person that has been a presiding officer. Let us segment this and look at it that, okay, for cities, because this is at the clause that should have been in the bill, INEC can use e-transmission, but in cities where there is high level of internet penetration. I believe this would have solved a lot of problems. Because if you have not been in the system, you have not been in a compromised situation, you may not know what INEC goes through in doing all of this. And INEC is also saying this will save us money. Imagine the amount of money we spend, enormous logistics to deliver huge quantities of printed materials, the large number of ad hoc staff to uh, administer the process, and every other thing that comes before, during, and even after the election. This solves a lot of problems for us. So I would have loved the Ninth Assembly to look at it from this angle, allow the e-voting system to scale, allow the e-transmission to go through, but let this be restricted. If you are looking at internet penetration, let this be restricted to areas with high internet penetration. We can look at the entire South-South. is very, very covered. We look at the Southwest. is very covered. We look at the Central. Abuja is covered. Sokoto down to Kanu down to Bochi, down to Gombe. These areas are also covered. We can restrict this e-transmission, e-voting, and this technological advancement to roll out in phases. So we can restrict it to say, this has deeper penetration in Lagos. So let us use it in Lagos. Let us use it in Edo State. Let us use it in Odo State. Let us use it in, um, in uh, Kanu. Let us use it in Kaduna. Let us use it in Zaria. Let us use it in Gusu. Um, uh, let us use it in Sokoto, uh, Bochi, 
and maybe Maiduguri than maybe some other villages that have poor internet uh, penetration, we can deploy Manon. Note, the ad hoc officers you need for that will now be reduced. The materials will now be reduced. You, you are spending, you are saving, you are spending, you are saving, and as the process gets better, we should also look at in more integration and more penetration in the internet space. This is my submission as a tech person, and I believe that there is no system, even you, if, if you fight from today till next week, cyber attacks will never stop. In short, 2021 has proved that ransomware has come to stay. Cyber attacks, fishing on the rise, you understand, we have compromised operating system, Windows 10 and Windows 11 is just falling here and there for that. And we have the NSO. We have different cyber attacks on different infrastructure. So there is no time we will not face a compromised system. But as a nation, we must look at how to improve the integrity and how to improve the electoral process of the Nigerian election. And I am calling on everyone to note that these things are not rocket science. Nigeria is not too backward. To take on technology let's remove that from our mind we are not so low thinking that technology does not work for us we can employ deploy and adopt technology in phases it does not compulsory senate is looking at it from the chunk of nigeria but you can always INEC will may not even get this um fully functional in the next five years or in the next 10 years or in the next two elections you know we have uh, the season and off-season elections and all of that some people will say electricity oh this something might happen to electricity something might happen to internet data there nigeria is not that bad that the machine will be out of charge the smart card reader will be out of battery that the transmission equipment will be out of battery electricity penetration can be in faces in different cities. So that is what I think. And um, I am saying that you can see that I'm passionate about this because I know that I have been in the field and I've had APOs working for me and their lives were entrusted. Any decision I do, any gra-gra I do that day, you understand? Because in the next um, uh, four units from where I am, from where I was, they killed someone. Who did they kill? They killed a party agent of a different political party. Now, I witnessed the gunshot, but I never knew they killed somebody. It could have been anybody. It could have been my officials. You get? It could have been, God forbid, me on the field. And nobody say I signed, tell my parents, yeah, I'll go do this. I wanted to be part of the patriotic uh, process of this country. I believe this can get better. Let us not look at it from the bad side of all of this. We can deploy this in different stages at different pace based on the technology adaptation and adaption. The English is too much. Based on the adaptation of technology in Nigeria. These are the things they sell to the common man rather than explain what this technology is. So what they do is that they just gather a group of people and tell them the bad side of this technology. They end up not educating the electorates. So you have the senators not giving feedback to who they represent. They just need oh yeah, Ah, Emma Shikba, Emma Shawo, Oma Chitin, Oma Shikba. 
you you'll be like, ah, you will not even sit down and reason and say, okay, what is this thing about? How do we look at it here and there from the light of the day? See, now when left and right hand wash, nine hand they clean. Remember, perfection is not a destination. Perfection is a journey. If Nigeria would get it right, we have to start, we have to fall, we have to rise, and we have to get it better. This is Femi Greater Heights. Remember, if you're not talking technology, you are talking trash. No, sorry, sorry. I take that back. <laughs> I'm just joking. If you're not talking technology, you are not talking at all. Use your devices. Do not allow your devices to use your peace out, guys.